Hi, this is Messages of Hope, and I'm Richard Fox. On Anzac Day, we remember those who've lost their lives defending our freedom. But we also remember the horrors of war. Today our guest is Mark Butler, chaplain to the RAAF Special Reserve. We'll hear about his experiences and insights, and how do we reconcile the tension between loving one another and going to war? And where is God in conflict situations? Thanks, Mark, for being with us today. What motivated you to become a chaplain for the RAAF? Yeah, good question to start with. It's not essentially a spiritual story. It's a story of interest, and I've always had an interest in aircraft and an interest in adventure, and there's not a lot of avenues for clergy to explore those things. And so I guess over the years as a a minister, I developed more and more of a keen interest in the work that the military chaplains that I knew did. Never took it terribly seriously until I was invited out to a thank you dinner put on by Defence Reserve Support Council for heads of churches to to thank us for supporting defence chaplaincy and at that uh, a number of defence reserve chaplains spoke about their experience. And it was driving home that night I thought I really think this is something where I could really express what I feel to be at the heart of ministry for me. What do you mean by the heart of ministry? To be involved in faith conversations with people, in helping people discover in the light of the good news of the gospel and in the teaching of Jesus what it means to live life to the fullest as God's shaped us to live it. And those conversations around the meaning and faith and hope and fullness of humanity that that I really longed to have with people and I saw the opportunity in the Defence Force to be involved in those with people who really um, because of the nature of the work they do not only needed to have those conversations but were stimulated to have those conversations. So you've been a reservist here in Australia but you've also spent time overseas. Yes with with the Royal Australian Air Force so in, um, in 2009 I did a four-month rotation um, as part of Operation Slipper, uh, which is the Australian response to the international coalition against um, terrorism. So I was uh, the chaplain to the air component, uh, so that all Royal Australian Air Force personnel within the theatre of both Iraq and Afghanistan and places in between. As a Christian chaplain, what's been the most important aspect of your faith in Jesus? in a military context? The most important aspect of Jesus' teaching that impacts upon what I would want to uh, be able to model and say in my role as a chaplain in the Defence Force is the inherent value of the human person. Um, Now, I would add, theologically, as a creation of God, even if that's not something I might always add to the sentence when I'm talking with people. But that people are valuable and that people live best when they are compassionate or passionately concerned for the well-being of the other. Um, or, you know, when we do for others as we would have them do unto you. That, that, that those very simple but profoundly foundational teachings of Jesus have as significant application in a defence world or in a war fighting world as they do anywhere else. And 
I see a lot of young people, quality young people in our defence forces committed to doing what is right and fair and standing up for people who can't stand up for themselves, which is very often why they're in the job they're in. Regardless of whether they're Christian or have a different belief? Yep. They're the foundational things? They are, but they're foundational for me as a Christian minister and a pastor and, and a chaplain because th they were foundational to the teaching of Jesus. And so, I mean, Jesus said, you know, everything else in Scripture hangs on this commandment. Love God with everything you've got, love your neighbour as yourself. And so, um, for me, th that's the non-negotiable of being a human being. And if, if I can, by example, instill that by modelling it, talking about it, encouraging it in my role as a chaplain, then the soldiers and sailors and airmen, but particularly airmen and airwomen and officers that I associate with, if that can be part of the, cir the circle of influence that, uh, that uh, I have, then we'll have a better air force. Does the question ever come up about the conflict between loving your neighbours as yourself and yet as military, sometimes having to take life? Look, that, that's, that is always a tension and I'll be... Um, my greatest fear is that there'll be a day when that doesn't become a tension any longer because um, I think that for all people of faith, and, and you know, I'll speak as a Christian, for Christians in the Defence Force, we, we constantly need to be holding those two things in tension um, and not losing the balance. But I will say this, that the world we live in is a broken world and as part of that brokenness uh, there are people who will enact violence against others in order to achieve an outcome, um, people who will use power in a way that is unjust against powerless people or people with less power. Um, people who, by virtue of a desire for, you know, greater gain, will, will harm others. And if we are to truly uh, take seriously Jesus' call to stand with and be in companionship with those who are the least and the lost, then sometimes that means having to fight for them. And that becomes very real when you're a member of, say, um, a mentoring task force on the ground in Afghanistan and you're trying to help a village gain some basic rights like education or um, clean water or whatever, and you're doing your very best to protect them against people who, for whatever unimaginable reason, wish to come in and harm them, kill them, um, mistreat their, their vulnerable people. And so uh, loving neighbour then does become very raw and, and sometimes means having to take up a weapon and defend those who can't defend themselves. You're listening to Messages of Hope. Feel free to like our Facebook page at Messages of Hope, where you can find inspiring and hope-filled messages, images, videos and quotes. That's Facebook Messages of Hope. Today we're talking with Mark Butler, chaplain to the RAAF Special Reserve. Mark, Australia has a well-trained and experienced defence force but are there still times in the field where there's a sense of not being in control? Oh, look, very much so. And part of the reality of uh, the kind of environment that we now find ourselves in as a defence force overseas is that it's a, it's a very fluid, unpredictable environment that you can try and plan for, but you, every time you do, your plan will be... And so and the sense of being out of control is, is very real for a lot of people and... and um, uh, particularly more so for 
those uh, young men, particularly at this stage, and some young women too, but mainly young men, who find themselves in, in the front line of that, uh, in direct um, danger from, you know, uh, small arms fire and improvised explosive devices and all the things that are currently used by extremists to um, exact damage on people. Um, the, the, the unpredictability and lack of mastery over that environment, which are two things that really um, chip away at the human psyche. And what relevance does Jesus have in that kind of situation? Having a sense that, you know, whatever happens, the healing presence of God is, is part of that, for me, was um, something that sustained me. I know it sustained a lot of other people of faith that I spoke to, both from um, our particular group, but also among the Americans and British personnel that we shared services with on the base and things like that. And, and I guess in some ways, part of being a chaplain present with our personnel in that sort of situation is kind of to be a reassurance to them that there is this um, something otherness of life, however they might try and describe it, that is there too. That, that is about healing and care and comfort and hope. And, and uh, um, I love Father Mulcahy in MASH, you know, um, who's kind of a model chaplain, I think, in many ways. And he, he said the chaplain is, brings humanity into the midst of inhumanity. And so he's a figure that reminds people that there is, there's a something otherness to the situation that is about hope and stability and, and compassion and, and a presence of healing in uh, in their lives. And so even though people might not um, necessarily articulate it the way I would as a Christian, being a chaplain in the midst of our personnel and they find themselves in those situations, and our army chaplains do it very, very, very well because they're right there with them in the tough stuff. And uh, the ability to be that presence of humanity in the midst of in inhumanity, um, to whom the troops can look and see a presence for hope, almost that priestly presence, is, I think, really important. When Anzac Day comes around, what thoughts run through your mind? Yeah, I guess that great dichotomy between a sense of wanting to genuinely honour and show deep respect for those who've had the courage to agree to be placed in harm's way for the sake of protecting those who are unable to protect themselves, or for fighting for a value or a principle that they hold dear. A deep respect for that, and also a, re a remembering of the horror and futility of war. And so my personal reflections on Anzac Day are always that sense of wanting to be honouring and respecting of all who are prepared to fight for what is right and at the same time a sense of personal hope that one day that's never going to have to be something anybody ever has to consider again and that maybe as a human race through the work of the Holy Spirit we might learn to live in peace and and work out our differences in a way that doesn't require violence because war is at its very base character horrific futile cruel and contrary to God's will for this great creation. And so if we can all sort of make a personal commitment, I think, on Anzac Day 
to uh, live peacefully, particularly with those we don't agree with, and, and be committed to praying for a world that lives that way, then I think, you know, that Anzac Day is one of those days when we can take stock and be reminded of the need to be committed to that. I hope that Anzac Day continues to become something that is engaged with more and more by younger people, and that seems to be the case, and, and, and that's wonderful. But I hope that the outcome of that is, is new generations that are determined to find better, more humane ways of dealing with conflict and problems, both at personal level, within homes, within communities, and, and globally. Hi, I'm Richard Fox, and you've been listening to Messages of Hope. You can watch videos, listen to podcasts, and read free booklets on this topic and many other challenges we face in life, including post-traumatic stress disorder. Go to messagesofhope.org.au to discover that there is hope. At messagesofhope.org.au, you'll be inspired and encouraged. And you can also subscribe for free to this weekly program, messagesofhope.org.au. Or for a free booklet on post-traumatic stress disorder, call us on 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. Thank you for listening to Messages of Hope. I'm Richard Fox. I hope you can join us again next week for another message of hope. Real hope to cope with life's challenges.